The 113th episode of the Hondo Handy Podcast is brought to you by Ed Hyman Drywall and Custom Painting. Residential and commercial power washing located at 36722 Roxana Road in Sevenville, Delaware. Call 302-436-6277 or find them on the web at edhalmandrywall.com. My guest today is Kaveh Aluma. How are you doing today, Kaveh? I'm doing pretty good. Glad to be here. I'm fantastic to have you on. You know, you're a local hero. <laughs> hero? I don't know. Yeah, um, you're a local hero. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's a lot of youth uh, basketball players that are looking up to you. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Yes. Let me tell my little before we get started. Kaveh agreed to a deal with the Memphis Grizzlies of the NBA Association. He previously played for Virginia Tech and the Wolford Terriers. Uh, Kaveh grew up playing soccer and did not play basketball until high school. Um, played was a three-year basketball starter, leading his team to two regional titles and a 3A championship game appearance under coach B.J. Johnson. He was named Bayside Cypher player of the year in his senior year. He committed to play basketball at Wolford um, over offers from Loyola, Maryland, UTEP, UMBC, and others. He also played soccer at three years at, at Stephen Decatur under Coach Jamie Greenwood. He played two seasons for Wolford and followed his coach to Virginia Tech for his final two seasons. He received over 15 awards and nominations, including a two-time ACC Player of the Week, Nate Smith Trophy, National Player of the Week, ESPN National Player of the Week, Luke Olson Mid-Season Watch List, and the Kyle Malone List. Kaveh, you've had an impressive career so far. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Kaveh, tell my listeners a little bit about you. Maybe about your upbringing and, and maybe where you grew up and if you played any sports before high school. Yeah, so I grew up uh, right here in uh, Berlin, Maryland, um, and, and soccer was my sport. Uh, I tried basketball a little bit. I forget the age, but I think Dayana was on the other team. Not a lot of people know this, but she might have bullied me a little bit and, and I just <laughs> went back to soccer. But um, so, so that was kind of my start. And I mean, I love soccer and and how much of a team sport it was. Um, and then, obviously, I got to, to high school, and, and Coach BJ saw me um, and just told me I had to come try out. Um, and and that, that was kind of how my basketball career started. Well, um, do you have – I know you had a lot of these, but do you have memories of one or two high school or college that you would like the favorite sports memories that you'd like to want to share? Um, well – I think college is probably the the two championships. The first one at Wofford, my sophomore year, we went undefeated in the the regular season, um, and then won an NCAA tournament game. Um, probably that span of I don't know two weeks, and then another one was winning the ACC championship this past year at Virginia Tech. Um, and I, I mean we we beat UNC and Duke, and Duke had. Four guys, five guys get drafted. So, I mean, both of those were pretty special to me. What a fantastic run. You played marvelous against them. I was so proud of you. And, um, you know, I hold 
town was just jumping up and down for you. Um, one or two people that encourage you to play sports? I mean, I started playing soccer when I was four or five. Um, and my mom kind of did that, but I don't know okay. really. I think I've just always kind of been driven to to play sports and just compete with other people, I think. Okay. So what was the adjustment like coming from high school, going to college, to being away from home and um, playing against with different players? Um, I think the adjustment was difficult at first. I mean, Wofford had – they have tons of plays. Or really, I guess Coach Young has tons of plays and, and playing basketball that type of way versus just being the defensive rebounder, that type of thing. So that adjustment on the court was difficult. Um, but but I think the college that, that was kind of exciting too, and being able to explore the campus was exciting. Yeah, I know. I remember seeing you guys. I think you guys beat Duke or North Carolina your first year, and you were so excited. I remember seeing all the smiles as you coming coming off the court. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was UNC at UNC. That was a special game. I didn't play a whole lot that game, but I had but good. That's seats. okay. We- we all had our eyes on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so what's the most exciting thing that you said uh, uh, you like playing for Wolford? Or, um, one of the most exciting things you had while you were there during your career? Um, probably, I mean, that was definitely one of the most exciting. But I think when I was playing and more part of the team was that next year when like, we went undefeated the whole regular season and then we won an NCAA tournament game and a SoCon championship and just kind of all that bundled into one made that last year at Wofford really special. Exciting. And then you made the decision to follow your coach, um, Young, uh, correct? Mm-hmm. To, yep. to, to Virginia Tech. Yep. Was that a sad occasion for you to leave uh, Wofford after your first two years? Or were you just excited to get to play at the ACC? Um, yeah, I mean – I think all the friends that I had made there and had played basketball with, that was probably the hardest part, um, leaving those guys. And But they a lot, most of them understood and was like, hey, man, this is an opportunity that, you know, you can't pass up on. And they, they wanted the best for me. So um, it was really something that I had to do and I couldn't pass up on. Fantastic. Uh, so you spent your final two years at Virginia Tech. You had to set out a year, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep, I had to redshirt that first year. And uh, well, you went on to be a two-time ACC uh, performer with the Hokies. Um, mm-hmm. You know what? What were your degrees in uh, in college? So I graduated. Um, I did human development, which is like the helping major. So like guidance counselors, and a lot of people go on to be nurses after that, and so just right. helping people. Um, and then I did, a like I had another year after that, um, and I could have got my master's, but I just decided to start another sociology, uh, undergrad. So I have a, I took eight classes, um, in sociology. So that's, that's what I did. So, okay. So you're working on a, the second undergraduate degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think you went undrafted with Mrs. Grizzly. What was that like? It must've been exciting. Yeah, you know, it was exciting. It was also hard watching the draft and seeing guys that, you know, you'd worked out against and you've seen play college. But, um, I mean, after the draft late that night, 
Um, we agreed with Memphis to an exhibit 10. Um, and then I did summer league with them and that was pretty much it. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, I thought about that, you know, when you played, um, I think Duke and you, you did, I think you dominated Duke or UCLA, uh, UNC, I forget which team. And uh, they get four guys drafted, dominated, and your play was exciting. And, uh, you know, I don't understand that. Yeah, well, you know, th there's a lot of other factors to it. You know, age, I'm 23. A lot of those guys are 18, 19, 20. Right. Uh, and also, like, the hype factor. I, I really don't think I was a big name or, or super well-known. I really even got – NBA level until the past until really that redshirt year and when I really worked on my offensive games so um, still not giving up on the NBA but um, I think Japan was the better route um, and then I'll come back and do summer league if, if I can get on the team and try to make the NBA that way so yeah well I tell you what, this is going to be a great journey for you to start your professional career over. when do you leave um it was the 15th, but I have to get my visa. So I think the window is going to be from the 15th to the 20th. Okay. Um, so uh, do you know how long the season is? Uh, you don't know in, any of that yet? Um, I think the season's maybe nine months, but I'll be there for 10 because, like, getting practice and getting to get in the jail with the team and stuff. So I think nine months. When you're off season, um, during the summer, maybe is that that your off season, the summer? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, in the future, would you consider doing your own summer basketball camp? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've even kind of been looking into it a little bit um, with like Northside Park and stuff, and because that's right. where I want to start like working out and practicing in the summers. So, um, yeah, I've definitely been looking into that, and I mean, I think it'd be good for a lot of kids in this area to be able to go to a camp and even maybe have some higher level camps for older kids and, and try and help kids uh, get exposure. Excellent. Uh, can they tell me uh, how sports actually has impacted your life so far? I mean, I don't even, that could be an hour long conversation, but <laughs> I mean, without sports, who knows what I'd be doing. I mean, I've been so driven by sports to compete and, be the best at soccer or basketball um, I mean they've changed my life for the better so I'm I'm just grateful for sports and the opportunities that I've had well I love I love it I've worked in sports all my life as you know and recreation and uh, it's driven me too uh, what would you tell kids or young kids about following their dreams <clears throat> yeah I think just take it seriously I mean sometimes other people may joke or laugh at your dreams but I think the sooner, like the younger you really want something to be your dream and you want it to happen, I think you got to take it seriously and have a good work ethic and, and just try your best and give 110%. Kobe, you play a lot of sports. So what role would you say good sportsmanship plays in, in youth sports? I, I mean, I think that's the foundation of, of sports in general. That's how I try and play the game. Nowadays, I feel like you see – a lot of kids just doing crazy stuff on the court and acting reckless. But um, really, I, I try to try to show that humble side of it and just go out there and play the game and respect the game. So that's really how I live my life. 
Kobe, I think you've been a model sport throughout your career. And I, I, Lisa, Kobe, do you have any hobbies? You don't have a lot of time, but, you know, any volunteer work or are you a golfer? Um, so I've worked at a golf course. Um, I'm pretty good at putt-putt, but, um, <laughs> like, real golf, I, I haven't really played that a whole lot. But um, I wish that I had more hobbies when I was younger. I had more hobbies, but once I got to college, it kind of was just basketball, school, and, like, taking care of my body and stuff. Right. Well, we'll have to get you on the course uh, next summer, maybe when you were here. Yeah, let's do it. Very well. Kabe, is there anything else you would like to add? Um, I think that's it. I mean, I know you're going away, and uh, everybody's going to be wishing you well, but um, uh, if you think of anything before I, we get off, uh, just let me know. Um, and on that note, I think I bring our podcast to an end. If you could hold on for a second, I want to give my sponsor one more plug. Uh, the 113th episode of the Hondo Handys podcast has been brought to you by Ed Hallman Drywall and custom painting, including resident fire washing. Located at 36722 Roxana Road in Somerville, Delaware. Call 302-436-6277 or find him on the web at com. My guest today has been Kaveh Luma, who is headed to Japan to continue his professional career. Kaveh, I wish you the best of luck and everyone from the 21811 and the 21842 zip codes will be pulling for you. Thank you for having me. Hey, remember, today, if you think you can, you can. Thank you. Be safe and keep smiling. Have a good one. All right. Thank you.